0: Hello, lovely humans. I'm back with the new episode. A grand two months later. There was nothing from me and now I'm back. I rise from the dead, finally. So yes, I'm back. Before I get into it, I want to Ask everyone how they're feeling, if everyone is doing great, they're being the best version of yourself. Please hydrate, okay? Cramps are not fun. Please drink water, okay? Shout out to my ballet friends who know the painful cramps I get. My God, it's it's like those are worse than anything really, okay? I just don't. Don't do that. Drink that water. Get that H2O. Uh, And by by like, you know, the best version of yourself, I don't mean eternally happy or, you know, living that extremist Pinterest life. I mean that even if you're not at your best or at one of the low points, just approach the issue as if it's just a stepping stone. It is not where your life ends, okay? It's just a stepping stone. We are not supposed to be stagnant there, okay? We are dynamic people. We are dynamic creatures. It's always about moving forward. So, yes, that's my inspiration talk for the day. And yeah, let's get into it. So, before, wow, I've already deflected so many times, but I need to address this. Uh, the previous episodes have not gone, I mean, I, I just don't. Like the energy that it's giving out uh, and yeah I don't need to get very philosophical or spiritual but I just I just don't uh, synchronize with that type of tone anymore so I'm trying to change it up a little a little more light-hearted a little more uh, me I guess I think that was still me trying hard to be something I don't know what exactly mm-hmm. funniest part is that no one even questioned me okay everyone just went about their lives okay no one said that you know are you okay you don't don't really talk like that you know or do you then I really thought about myself do I actually talk talk like that okay because then I realized that you know like all my 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 uh, social conversational style is basically me on my period but 24 7 okay okay I'm half awake at most times okay I'm I'm mildly done with life and I'm still hanging on by a thin little thread and yeah I'm thinking about my next meal an hour later after lunch so that's basically me when I'm talking to anybody but I, I'm not like that Okay. See, now I'm convincing myself I'm not like that. But yes, I I want to make it a little more. Yeah, you know. <laughs> uh, and the best way that I can really uh, explain how it felt to me it was like you know my previous episodes were like as if my future self would talk to me like the way. It would be the same, okay. I'll, I'll elaborate, okay. Yes, I know you need explanations. He, I, I'm not, hmm, hmm, yeah. So, basically, the way I imagine my future self would be, she would be extremely sweet and kind, but she would be patronizing towards her past self, you know. You know, like, I, I imagine that's what how I would be. Like, if I look back, you know, at my good old teenage years okay, where I was shrouded in insecurity and every passing moment of my life I would think about all the times I regret doing something. I would mull over it for a mass sum of two hours per day. You remember those good old days? I don't remember them, I'm living them. But anyway, I feel like my future self would look at that and say she was a mess, but she was finding herself, you know, like a euphemism upon a euphemism. So it just sounds nice at the end of it, but it's kind of a backhanded compliment, you know, like I'll explain it with like a real life situation, ooh, relatable. So if you're talking to someone like you know who's superior in some sense like maybe let's take intelligence for now okay you know when they try and dumb themselves down purposely so that they don't make you feel bad you know but the thing is that doesn't really work and they just sound patronizing at the end of it i feel like that's what it would feel like <laughs> You know, and that's the impression I got from the previous episodes. And I just didn't didn't like how it intertwined in very weird undertones. So we're going to we're going to dish that out of my personality. That's, that's not a part of me anymore. That's something we look back on and see how much we have grown from, you know. But yeah, so I want to move on from that. So just getting into the thing, because I don't want to make this really long, but I want it to be nice and uh, detailed, you know. So yeah, getting into the topic, social media. There's not much to say, necessary evil. Uh, We all are connected to it in certain ways. Even if you plan on ditching it, it will come back eventually. Trust me, I know, okay from someone who has zero will about anything like I, I I can't make decisions for the life of me and I have zero self-control like zero okay so I have deleted Instagram five times over the last two days and I have downloaded it each time two minutes later okay so yeah but yes, I have deleted it again today, and I've not downloaded it again, which is fun. So that's interesting, but yeah, I'll be posting about this episode on it. So that is a paradox and an irony, yay. But yeah, uh, it's, it's a necessary evil, like I said, it's there. It's a very powerful tool, like, so the way I got into social media in the first place, you know omitting musically days because we don't talk about that um it's i i wanted to first of all want to know what every you know what the whole buzz was about so i went on and i think my first exposure was actually um i think it was i want to say art account but i the more i think about it i feel like it was a fan page and we're not going to disclose that information because like i said Food for embarrassment. So let's just go with the art page. So I made like an art page. It's T O S H period illustrates. Yay! Personal self promotion. But yeah, it's an art page and I wanted to make it, you know, curate it like my digital portfolio. So I, I looked at it very objectively and it's a very powerful tool because I've noticed many people. Really getting successful, you know, through Instagram as a platform. So I wanted to, you know, get a feel for it, and if I was, if I'm ever going to pursue something uh, in art, I think it is important because that's one of the very, one of the very well-known uh, mediums to get your, you know, portfolio out there and your work out there. So I love that aspect of it. I love the aspect of it where you can actually connect with different people uh, with a, with similar interests. Like I've made so many friends on there uh, and their art is wildly talented, like it's wildly creative. And I get so much of my inspiration from people on there and who can forget the memes? I mean, that's, that's basically why we're all there, aren't we? But yeah, so, before I get into it, I tried, uh... yeah, so who can figure out that? So I think like yesterday or day before yesterday, I took the executive decision to try and substitute a good portion of my mindless, yeah, so a few days ago, I took the executive decision to substitute my mindless scrolling Instagram time with just religiously watching stand-up comedy and I have no idea for what reason exactly okay I've been very fascinated by comedians in general okay because they're such interesting people like I feel like you know all of us does like all of us do have that sense of humor it's just that we just subdue it due to you know our own anxieties and complexes you know that's like another whole thing to unpack but yeah I feel like as a bit of comedian in all of us uh, so I was scrolling I, was, I mean I was scrolling wow but I was going through uh, a lot of comedians and you know their style of presenting certain subject matter I'm particularly fascinated by those who can who actually uh, drive home like really serious stuff like you know maybe racism or um, I don't know if there was one about yeah I think there was one about the shell shock you know the soldier's face after war and all of those serious topics but they deliver it in a humorous but respectful tone and even if it's like even if it's borderline inappropriate it's still drives the message home. And I feel like that is such an understated uh, skill, right? When you skillfully tackle something in a different way, and it still delivers the same impact, you know? I think that is as equally important and should be equally considered and recognized as someone who is who gives a speech. But even a speech requires that tactfulness um, the subtlety of you know trying to deliver a message in a powerful way. I feel like comedians also have that skill. I'm not talking about you know, uh, I mean obviously the ones that just talk about their personal anecdotes and stories and those are also the are nice. I mean I mean obviously they're funny and that's what comedians do. But I feel like the other parts of it they're like so well equipped to do those jokes like I feel like if it was anybody else um, it would be taken in such a wrong way I feel like that's a real talent and art to have you know so anyway I feel like consequently I've become a bit of a comedian myself but yeah we're not going to steal you know the spotlight every time right let's let's just try and inch our way do it so yeah and I feel like that's very yeah I don't know why this is just me brooding over my love for comedians for like five minutes I think but yeah I feel like that's a very nice part of it plus I feel, I feel that I am funny I mean not funny as in like people laugh at me but I, I feel like I have a sense of humor, but it's just been, you know, clouded by the word sarcasm. And honestly, I I don't think that you know sarcasm is my personality trait. But it was it was basically I I, accept, I adopted it and accepted it because yeah I was just referred to as a sarcastic person, so it just became one, you know, a personality trait. But, yeah, I I feel like I do come up with some things that are borderline, you know, sarcastic. But I feel like if it's taken in the right spirit, it's just humor, you know. It's just intelligent humor, you know. (laughs) But, yeah, I feel like sarcasm is also such a fun, you know, place to be, isn't it? It's, It's almost like... Uh, I'll tell you what exactly it is. So, I'll give you an example. So, imagine that you really need to study for a very important exam, okay, or you need to work a lot for a very important project, but you really want to watch this video, don't you? You have that very, very poignant urge to do that, don't you? <laughs> Any of that wild decision making that goes on between those two things that you really have to make at that second, yes, that's what sarcasm is. Okay, but replace the study with life, and replace the waste of time with happiness. Because see, sarcasm is basically uh, shedding light onto life in a mildly humorous way but because the thing is the life is such a realistic and you know sometimes sadistic thing it just inherently makes the humor a little dark right but yes so see this is just me convincing myself I'm funny it's not even me like showing you guys I'm funny it's just convincing myself at this point but yes so that is what yeah, I don't know where I was going with that. But yeah, that's what sarcasm is to me. So I feel like all of us have a bit of funny in us. You just need to let it loose. And, and it doesn't it doesn't ruin your self-image. It doesn't do anything of that sort. And I feel like that is a very important life skill to have, to look at things with humor. Because God, I'm so tired of looking at myself in such a serious and objective matter. It, it's just, it gets tiring. and. It that 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 laugh laughter is. I don't want to get very. Um, uh, I don't know what you call it. I don't want to, want to get very this this thing about it. But you need that to drive you. So yes. Now coming back to the to the point of the podcast, social media, right? So. Yeah, I'm trying that detox thing, taking it to another level. But when you really come to social media, what exactly is it? You know, like what exactly does it entail that actually garners such a huge audience? It's basically, my whole, my whole problem with it is actually, you know, your uh, influencer thing going on okay I, I I don't I don't understand it I don't understand what uh, influence influencer culture is exactly see because I understand the thing is that influencers come in different shapes and forms right you have your you can have an influencer in any field right it's basically anyone who is very highly equipped in that field and then they share their life's work or they share their personality and that's what helps other people follow them or uh, like literally press that little blue button and say says follow and also like follow them you know in a literal sort of a, in a metaphorical sort of a way but i don't get your run of the mill influencer You know the one that the lifestyle influences what I'm talking about because how can you copy someone's lifestyle to a T okay that's that that doesn't work in real life it is not realistic okay it is very inspiring I I can I can give you that one for Instagram influencers I can give you that it's very inspiring okay you the waking up at 5am with your ice cold matcha tea and looking into the sunset and running okay it's it's very inspiring i i love to do that okay i am i'm yes it is very basic i agree but it is it is inspiring and it's promoting good health why who wouldn't love that right you know who wouldn't love that apart from feeling like absolute shit looking at them because you know you're like nothing like that (laughs) who wouldn't want that but yeah that inspired me like I I okay. See, I'm trying to frame this in a way so that I don't seem like a complete trash bag. But I take personal care, you know, averagely seriously. Like, it's it's not it's not like a priority. It should be. I completely condone it. It should be a priority. But I just yeah, I get tired in the mornings. I don't really function properly in the mornings. So I'm just half awake, so I can't do the whole face face serum wash this that no just it's just a splash in water and go for your you know work so I I can't do that but face washes are underrated and understated and underestimated okay I I will kid you not okay if you if you really do a really good you know you have those face scrubs and stuff if you do it well okay take take out that 10 minutes for yourself it's not a big thing do it don't feel bad about it you deserve that okay because i oh my god it's it's not about your face looking 10 times more alive okay i see things better <laughs> i see life in a more saturated tone okay um i think clearly i don't know what it is but face washes cleanse my soul okay and you cannot fight me on that try it one day okay i will 100% recommend and no face wash is sponsoring me right now i am sponsoring face washes okay i swear to god my third eye opens up you know that was like crusted with the wisdom of my ancestors so yes face washes are underestimated and i really like that but the rest of the part of the in the rest of the influencer life just doesn't work okay if if you guys i i I think most of my audience is in the same city as me but okay imagine this so i think the other day i was going through the real part of instagram like basically the first copy of tiktok which is another story altogether. we're going to just just dust that aside but yeah the real thing and and i found i think like basically everybody's seen it but it's it's one of those you know very cute and mushy um, videos about two people you know splashing about in puddles in the rain and a nice you know uh, oddly melancholy but still happy song in the background it's like it's very cute it's very nice fuzzy oh I feel you know you feel horrible about yourself again but still it's nice to just share someone some stranger's happiness for a bit but the thing is imagine that in our city take a minute think about it (laughs) think about the logistics of that okay for sure splashing about in puddles in our city would be fun as hell in the rain okay a subtle breeze blows your hair in the distance but it is a buy one get one free deal okay of adorable pictures but also cholera and typhoid. Do you get what I mean? It's it's not pretty. It is not pretty at all. But that's what this that's what this whole culture propagates, you know? It's it's so unrealistic. You cannot be a carbon copy of somebody else. Like you literally cannot. Like you're de- at a the biological level your DNA is different. You can't live the same life, you know. But that's still you know the happy part of it it's still the uh it's still the lighthearted part of it but the thing is we we give ourselves such a hard time you know not conforming to those ideals which is just kind of ridiculous if you think about it and it's it's all good and well you know portraying that sort of life on instagram which is the whole point of it right it, it is getting more real. It used to be incredibly fake, but it's getting more real, which is fun. I love a lot of pages who, they actually show their comparison between the type of pictures they post and what they actually look like, and it's, 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 it, it hits home, basically. But the other part of Instagram is that it is it is designed to breed insecurity. There's no other way to put it, okay? The whole industry for women's lifestyle is based on the fact it needs to fuel insecurity. If no if someone tells you that you know you're perfect the way you are, you need to change nothing about yourself, you are awesome, you're amazing, you know you go. But what's the point? And why would you buy a product that would make you look ten times prettier? And I'm not saying it's a superficial thing, please, we've all thought of it, but that's how we're designed, right? We would always want to improve ourselves, and that could also mean from our outer appearance, and that's what basically Instagram is about. Premise into Instagram, right? So that that's okay. You can you can limit it, you know, to a certain extent. If you're able, if you have a good grip on your identity and your life, it will not. You will not just become another soul, you know, drifting around on the, on the internet. But there's another incident that, you know, I mean many incidents, why am I saying another, there are so many incidents, but I'll start off with this, so I think a few days back, I don't want to name any particular uh, account, but if you guys are updated with, you know, the Instagram Instagram community as a whole you will you will be aware of you know these journalism pages I would like to say not really journalism but uh, you know pages that like to spread awareness on certain topics so they give you know bite-sized information basically uh, on various social issues political issues and it's basically to spread awareness to the layman of the new generation so, one of these pages, um, basically, they, this page specifically is to focus on issues faced by black women and women of color and uh, their, struggle, their daily struggles. And what the, the coincidence was that there was another author, okay, and I'm really going to butcher her name, but her name is Ijeoma Ulo i will spell that for you it is i j e o m a o l u o okay and she has written this book called so you want to talk about race and i have not read it myself i would love to but uh in shop in short the synopsis of it is basically about her uh it's about her experience of race in contemporary america and uh, how she deals with all these issues and she's written about it in great depth in her book. So naturally, the name of the book actually is, is very similar to the account. Like, just just two words have been changed. So naturally, everybody thought that the author was running the Instagram account. So it was very similar and, you know, it really fit into the scheme of things. But a few, I think a week before, actually, the author of the account, I mean the person behind the account, she uh, revealed her identity and she wasn't a woman of color and basically she wasn't the writer of the book. So everybody uh, consequently was very upset and you know, very disheveled because it's, it's not that person's fight to, it's not someone's struggle or fight to fight. I mean if they have not personally uh, experienced these horrific incidents or they they are not accounted for uh, in this particular situation right because that's not their that's not their struggle or that's not their fight Whereas, the woman who wrote the book she uh, she didn't know about this account. And I don't want to get into the thing that who is right, who is wrong, if that's another story altogether. But the woman who wrote the book, uh, Ijeoma, um, I, I still feel like I'm butchering her name. But anyway, she released this statement on Instagram and she was explaining, you know, everything and how people were basically plagiarizing her work and so and so. And she had said this really nice statement, you know, about, it, it, it basically summarizes uh, the New new Age journalism at its finest. She said that, and I'm wildly paraphrasing here, but she said, uh, our history cannot be broken down into digestible chunks for the rest of the world to read. And uh, it, it really struck a chord, right? Because if you really think about it, this is this is what people are facing, this is what real people are facing. It is not a work, work of fiction that can be summarized and made into a pretty piece of literature. It's it's not that, it it has to be told by those people, it has to be understood, it has to be felt. It, 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 there is no other way to look at it. And it, it, it is, I think this is what I believe in, but I just wasn't able to find the words for it. And I finally did, you know and you really think about it, it's about any issue but i feel that instagram does hold that value where it is able to strike that conversation any social media for instance it can it's obviously everybody knows that instagram is basically the wikipedia of the internet okay it is written by anybody and everybody and there is no way of knowing whether it's factually true or not but it strikes that conversation if you take many instances like the black lives matter movement or a lot of uh, the ideas of feminism have also propagated over instagram uh, through the medium of instagram and i feel like while a lot of them have been misconstrued a lot of them have been lied about it whatever convoluted uh, messaging comes out of it it at least starts a conversation even if you're angry about it even if you don't agree with it it makes you think, right? and I feel like that's what Instagram should do it should not be the primary source of information but it should make you think and I feel like that's what it's achieving but I have an issue when we all think about it being the activism of our generation, no, it cannot be. It has a term to it as well. It's called slacktivism, uh, where basically you're slacking on the activism part. You're not really doing anything about it. Are you? You are sharing posts, sharing resources, which is a very noble thing to do. Good on you. And that's what everybody is doing because you don't want to feel left out. You don't want to feel not a part of the crowd because that that is an instinct. That is fine. You know, which strike the numbers. Okay, but the thing is, if everybody is sharing awareness, okay, in this way, who is the one who is actually taking action upon it? Tell me, tell me the person that you know who used that information and did not repost it or reshare it. They actually used it to propagate further action. Because I haven't come across anyone like that. I feel like celebrities, when they... Get this sort of information, they feel that they are obliged to just post about it and they are left off the hook. And then why do we call these people influencers? They're not really able to influence any of these issues. Okay, why do we call ourselves aware of these issues? Okay, and we are doing our part. What exactly is that part? Okay, first of all. A very few people in, on the entire planet actually have access to internet and, you know, a device. So, we're already very privileged in that case. And now we, are, we want to share our opinion also. But what, how is that opinion uh, becoming fuel to the fire? How is it sending that message? Because I am not saying this as a part of that, oh, you know, you're, I'm perfect, I'm a saint. No, no, far from that, because I've done this. It's, it's, it's more of a self-reflection at this point. I have done this, I have gotten so angry, and it's, it's, it really mind boggles you, because you need to question your ethics as a person, right? So, I think I'm going too deep into this, but it's just something, to, something worth thinking about. Uh, a lot of posts, and this is another part of you know social media new age journalism culture is the 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 instinct it's not even now it's not even a behavioral thing it's an instinct now that whenever something goes wrong in front of you some injustice takes place, you whip out your phone and take a video of it. what the hell what 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 in which world did human beings become so insensitive to another human being that you want to take a video of them in probably during their last breaths instead of actually saving their life? It it boggles me. It perplexes me. I'm I get so furious when people do this because. And it's not even that, that we're sharing these videos also everywhere, okay? Because that, that is, uh, it's definitely going to create a stir, because I myself have gotten curious about it, and, I, and I'm not thankful for that video to be taken, but yes, looking at it, it did make me think about it, so it did do its job, but it would have had the same effect if in that video, at least one person had stepped up to help the person. Who was hurting. No, no, that didn't happen. For example, I think a few months ago, and left many examples that have been very recently also being uh, published, but I just remember this very strong example. It was basically uh, this woman on the road. I don't want to exactly say what it was because I don't want to go against the guidelines. And yes, this is a trigger warning, in, it's, it's, it's talking about a slight violence. So. You can fast forward a bit. Uh, so yes, yeah. uh, this this woman was on the road, uh, and there was a man who was basically was using a knife and hurting her. And uh, she, I think it was her husband, because it was said in that post. I I genuinely don't know whoever it is. It's still like yeah. So basically, he was abusing her on the in the middle of the road and. There were around 20 people just standing around them doing absolutely nothing you know what they were all taking videos of it okay people who were driving stopped their cars to look at that happening no one had the audacity okay to actually put their phones back in their pockets and help that woman who would have possibly lived okay like it was. It was. He he just had a knife. He, it would have been very easy to remove that if two people held him down. One person removed the knife, and the other other five or six people helped the woman to a nearby hospital. It's common sense. You you don't need a medical degree to do that. You need a degree in being a human being. I feel like that's that's. I genuinely don't understand, but I, I can't really speak that strongly because I myself don't know what I would have done in that situation. I would have definitely not recorded it. But yes, it takes guts. But I feel like that should I, that should be the instinct, not to take a video to post on social media and garner some thousand likes. If that's what your personal worth is boiling down to, that's just, I have no hope left in this species. You know, and it I, I I know I was trying to you know maintain that calm voice, but how can you sit comfy knowing that this is this is what it's all boiled down to i, I I'm not able to fathom this this is the world that we are living in right now, yes, resources help totally sign those petitions, do all of that, okay, but don't bash people for not not reposting, you know, a damn photo on an Instagram story, okay, that makes them insensitive to the issue. For all you know, that person, okay, is probably talking to those people directly, not through social media, not hiding behind that false sense of security. They're actually going to that person's house or calling that person up or reaching out to them through certain mediums and asking those people whether they need any help of any help of any sort. What if that person is now okay uh, studying for a law degree okay and wants to fight that battle in court instead of on Instagram? What if those people are actually doing their own part in person? Okay, and I'm not, I'm not not condoning the sharing of res- sharing of resources and so on. Yes, they do help a lot, but I just want to push you to think about whether you can do more than that, and more than that does not require you going out of your way. It's just being more cognizant of the fact that we're all people. Okay, the next time you walk across the road, okay, and you see someone struggling, okay, you you see that, you know, or someone's, let's say, I think it was a very simple example the other day, getting the cart, you know, you know, those vegetable carts, so one of them had fallen over and the vegetables had gotten scattered and you know, and no one, no one bothered, they all knew, they walked over the vegetables and all of that happened, no one bothered and that's a very simple thing, you know, you don't even need to go and help them gather everything up, if there's a cabbage in your way, just pick up the cabbage and give it to them, it doesn't take that much effort, and it's just those small thing because that way, everybody doing their small part, and our lives are all an interconnected web, so eventually it will improve, it will improve, improve life and if you want to go into the deeper level things, if you want to really solve the root of the problem, do it the way you can. If you really want to change the rights and the laws against women in a certain country, become that minister. become Get to that level in the politics of it and beat the game. Beat them at their game. Change the constitution. No one's stopping you. If you, if you really believe that you want to make that change, you can't be shielded behind the anonymity of you know, Instagram. And it's not even anonymity. It's not like you know, we don't share who we are while doing these things. But you can't. We can't you can't sit on your couch, okay, in you know, watching Netflix and change the world. It's not going to happen at the same time. It is going to be uncomfortable, it's going to push you, there are going to be setbacks. But that's how life is, you know, so yeah. Yes that, that was a very important part that I want to talk about so Instagram is a very nice tool now talk about Instagram because I primarily use that, but uh, any social media for instance, yes, there are your utopian you know dreams of you know having friends across countries and so and so but uh, when it's used for these certain practices it you need to think. We we all cannot be sheep, you know, just following the crowd as it goes. Okay. Because uh, it's a very lot of intricacies in between or a lot of things you have to read between the lines, but uh if if you really want to be that person who is the best version of themselves you need to start with being a human being you need to start with your core values your ethics it, it, it can't just be all show and tell right and if you're then if you're using it you know for your uh, just for fun you know posting pictures of yourself sure why the hell not yes do that okay because that's what it's for that's, that's the lightheartedness of it but if you're touching upon a topic, don't just leave it there, right? You no. Know? So it's. I think that that's one of the parts that we really need to look at. I feel like the more I delve into it, the more abstract it becomes for myself. But uh, if this if this helped you look at it in a different way, I'm grateful and I am thankful for that. And. Uh, Yeah, I I hope you liked this episode, this new style of it. I don't know how new it is exactly, but yeah, yes. And wow, I ended on a very serious note, which I did not want to do, but it is a very gloomy day today. And I feel like I just want to, you know, get wrapped up in five dozen blankets and just sleep for a good 12 hours which is what I can't do because my future depends on me yay but yeah and just a little sneak peek wow peek really but yeah a little uh spoiler I guess for the next episode I want to try uh you know using a open mic format for some of the episodes. So if any of y'all are interested and have some poetry, spoken word or or any interesting idea that you'd like to share with people, obviously singing, I mean duh, but if you want to do any of those things, you want to share it, you want to have a platform to do that, uh, please let me know. You can talk to me again Uh, via any of the social media platforms I have linked to the podcast you can if you know me personally please don't hesitate to just call me up randomly or text me I might be a little late but yes I am alive and I will text you back as soon as possible and yeah and I think on my on my page as well I have linked my email ID so if you feel like you want to keep that professional thing to it you can do that as well yeah yeah I think that's about it so and if you have any suggestions for future episodes please let me know I would love to see if anything interesting that you know you want my opinion on <laughs> like in matters but yeah I, I would I would love to do that I'm trying to keep these a little more brief um, it's it's still going to be like one hour and I'm just you know mm-hmm, contradicting myself but But yeah, and that's all. Okay, bye. You're listening to the Are You Even Listening podcast and this message has not been sponsored by any brand of face wash.